How's it going, Reject Nation? John here. Wanted to welcome you to part two of Obi-Wan, our review, reaction, recap, breakdown, etc. series. <laughs> We're calling these Reject Recap for now. Maybe that'll change. Who knows? But anyhow, Ace Cabrera joining us again once again. He will be here, hopefully, for the duration of the series and, and for a lot of our Star Wars content moving forward. He is a very knowledgeable in the galaxy far, far away, a champ of the Star Wars schmodown inner geekdom, and a, a all-around good dude, squad leader... Squad Leader Ace, I believe, is the handle. Go uh, follow him wherever uh, social medias are sold. Anyhow, if you want to catch our reaction highlights along with this review, you can go to our uh, YouTube channel. And if you want to sync up with your own copy and watch the full-length experience with us, come on over to patreon.com slash therealrejects. But for right now, if you're here, really appreciate you supporting us in audio form. It's a new uh, frontier for us, but it's also going to be, I hope, a fun and expansive one. So anyhow, that's enough babbling from me. Obi-Wan Part 2, here we go. God, that doesn't make you want to tune in for next week. Menacing. Yeah. Menacing. Dude, Ewan McGregor is perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Dang. Can you believe the Grand Inquisitor is permanently dead? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you Excited listen hard enough. Bring him back for Rebels. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can hear the to fans die. freaking out. To die again. I just started Rebels, he does. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> it's the first season. <laughs> Flee! Flee! Justice for Flea! Justice for Flea! He's gone. Get him a robot hand, I hope, assume. I think it's his face, man. They cut his face off? Yeah. I don't know, his, he was, his hips were a little forward. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Inquisitors just has a necklace made of severed members. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I get it, because he's in that heavy makeup. It's cool they put him in the actual makeup. Yeah. Hmm. Eventually Darth Vader's gonna gain a bunch of weight. <laughs> I wanna yes. see the series about that. Seen <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Natalie Holt is the yeah. composer. We should give credit to Natalie Holt. Natalie Holt. She did, uh, did she do Bochy, Bochy, right? Yeah, I think. Oh, I think so. Good good memory on you. Yeah. She's great. Does she do Chernobyl too, or is that a different composer mm. who is also not sure? If only we could access. I am. No, it's a mystery, dude. It's lost the ages. <laughs> I felt like the Loki score was definitely my favorite, though. Man. Your favorite Star Wars score is the Loki score. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> of the Marvel shows. Uh, that was a really great episode. Let's talk about it, man. Yeah, that was let's great. do it, man. All right, we're mic'd up. We're mic'd up. We're now, professional. So we're going to be talking about this. I'm excited to get your thoughts. I'm half excited to get your thoughts. You know, you can hear my thoughts anytime. But I'm most excited to share my thoughts because <laughs> I'm a narcissist. Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, we're going to hop into this with better audio. But before that, a word from our sponsor who, again, very honored to be partnered up with them because Headspace really helped change my life. 
We want to thank today's video sponsor, Headspace. Now, you guys might have heard me say from time to time that I meditate regularly, and it all first started with this app, Headspace, and it's an app that I know John actually uses regularly now. Thanks to me! Right, it's all your fault. And so for this month, they have partnered up with Disney Star Wars for your Find Your Force Mindfulness series, which I think actually works in conjunction with the way of the Jedi so well. Literally, meditation has changed my life. I can confidently say Headspace is a major contribution to that factor, so I'm excited that we're finally partnering up with them, especially considering it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Plus, it's perfect timing because we got a ton of new Star Wars content on the horizon, and with their Find Your Force series, they have sleep cast breathing exercises and guided meditations from some of your favorite Star Wars characters, including Yoda, Chewbacca, R2-D2, the list goes on. You know, I've opened up about my prior diagnoses in the past. The most helpful thing has been meditation. It's something I very much heavily encourage. One step closer to feeling like a calm, confident Jedi. So if you want to download Headspace and find your force today, head on down to our link in the description box, download the app, and get meditating. Do some deep breathing. Hang out with Yoda. In all sincerity, it is pretty cool to be partnered up with an app that I can sincerely say helped change my life. It's I use every single so day legitimately. Like, I really mean that when I say that. For years before they contacted us, yeah, I was just like, oh, really? You guys want to work with us? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, Ace, why don't, why don't you kick it off, man? What's the first thing you want? We'll, we'll kind of like combine a little, maybe, uh, kind of bleeding over from episode one. Not 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 a fan of menace, you know. Episode one of this, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, would well, I mean, you? We could do both. We could do fan of menace. Would you? Yeah, why not? Why don't we review all the prequels <laughs> and then go into this? Let's do the yeah. whole thing since it's a big package. Uh, yeah, I mean, what are you thinking of? Uh, what are you thinking of the show so far? I'm really digging it, man. I mean, it, to me, it's trying to set everything up for one story, sure. and, and I kind of. I mean, obviously, we talked about the bait and switch back in episode one with the whole Leia thing, but I like that being the initiating point or the startup point to kind of take us, yeah, to kind of take us where. I love your reaction to that. <laughs> yeah, hold me closer, please. That's our idea. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I like that being the starting point to where we're headed, which is eventually a confrontation with Vader, obviously, between Obi-Wan and Vader. Him finding out that Anakin is alive and Anakin is Vader. They're all together in one, and that this is all a setup for him to be, you know, confronted with that True. failure. Um, so I, I, I like where we're going. There's obviously some things that I'm a little, you know, questioning. Eyebrow, eyebrow raising. Like what? I feel like I'm not sure about Reva. I mean, to me, it's more like... The character or the actor? It's not even... I think it's the character. Because to me, it's more like... We get a little bit of backstory as far as a hint at a backstory with the Grand Inquisitor telling her that she belongs somewhere else. So there's hints at, you know, a potential connection between her and the Jedi and something like that. But to me the final scene with her killing the Grand Inquisitor, even though we know obviously that he's in Rebels, and then her saying that Anakin is alive and he's and he's Vader, kind of, I don't want to say rubbed me the wrong way, but kind of made me go, huh? Cause I, it did for me too. Because to me, it's always been, 
it's not necessarily like everyone in the empire knows like oh that was anakin yeah, that's that was he used to be anakin back in the day like people don't <laughs> you guys know each other you were his buddy anakin. look at him now he's vader he's bossing us around freaking freaking vader I've can you anakin. talk to him for us <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's not a well-known thing you're not supposed to know that like that's supposed to be like a luke Obi-Wan kind of thing for, for inner, the, inner circle kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Friends and family, we call that. It's a little club of people who know. Yeah. But but maybe I'm wrong. I, don't, I mean, from my knowledge, I don't feel like that's supposed to... I, I, Anakin is dead. Like, he's dead to, to everyone in the galaxy. Mm. And and Vader is, is a completely different person. Well, I mean, I think what they're also doing is sort of transitioning Anakin, even though it's been 10 years, right? 10 years? Yes. That they're still transitioning Anakin into full-blown Darth Vader because Reva specifically cites that she's looking, that, 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 that Vader's been looking for him. So I imagine that maybe Vader or Anakin is still there. Hmm. You know, because by the time you meet him in, in, in episode four and stuff, he's like, he's just full-blown Vader. He's not Anakin anymore. So I imagine that he's probably wants a little bit of revenge for what's happened to him and, you know, his kids. They probably blame, I don't know exactly what his motives are, but to bring Hayden Christensen back and not just a guy in a suit to get James Earl Jones to be imposing Vader. I feel like there's there's got to be some type of emotional grudge <laughs> that he holds against him. And so yeah, I think there's still a bit of a transition, but I don't know why you would open up to Reva or whatever or something or who, what, what, who Reva really is. Honestly, there are times where they're acting that I, I don't fully buy. It's really when she's getting like hyper aggressive or, that, or yelling that I'm like, I just doesn't, I just don't, you don't sound believable to me. I, 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 the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable too, honestly, is sliding someone's acting. I feel so, because mm. acting is such a vulnerable thing and you got all these people looking at you and watching you when you're filming and you're putting yourself out there. So I, I actually get really uncomfortable saying that. I have a hard time believing her in not every scene. There are a lot, some scenes I think she does a, a really great job in, but there's, there's also quite a bit where I'm like, yeah, I don't really buy you. <laughs> so that's that's my weirdest issue with with Riva. I think with Grand Inquisitor, what you were touching on, that's something I think should have been earned late. That moment should have been earned in like a later episode. Not that I want to just start talking about negatives because there's a lot I love about this. There's there's so much I love about this. Um, but yeah, with the Grand Inquisitor, it's like that's something that, that a moment like that should have been built up better. As opposed to them like bickering like children for two episodes, yeah. And then you you do that, and it kind of is undercutting like his from the very first scene he had. She kind of just undercuts him, and I get that's their dynamic. But then to do like fake out death, you know, if you haven't seen Rebels, fake out death. <laughs> um, that something about that just didn't feel like earned in this moment. It is more of like a hmm. Well, it makes you wish you could see you could see a little more from Reva's perspective if they're gonna do that because I feel like in one breath it kind of builds up her menace and her ability, but I feel like if we maybe could see a hint, it doesn't build up the grand inquisitor. But we don't. This is the inquisitor for the first time for a lot of people. Yeah. So it's it like, is for me. Yeah. So it, so it's like, what is 
what makes the Inquisitor grand. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, he's just got an attitude. It's his speeches and his voice. <laughs> he's just got the title, and the title is the scary part. It's the way he speaks. Yeah, if we could see into, and I know you don't have all the time to do all the things, but if we could see more into their f friction and their dynamic and what really motivates the two of them, yeah, see the Grand Inquisitor and why he is to be feared the way he is, and then get that, I think it would work. It made me intrigued to see what, I, I can only imagine, it suggests to me <laughs> that she and Anakin must have some kind of connection. He must have entrusted her with this. And so in that moment, it didn't really vex me that she would give out that information because it seemed like, okay, there's a reason why the show has been so bold about you just not giving a single flip about anything the rest of your team is doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I actually, I, I've quite enjoyed her performance from top to bottom, so uh, I, I hope that that story keeps progressing uh, in an interesting way, because yeah, if, I mean, right now it's mostly just been plot. I like her parkour scenes. Oh, very cool. That's great. I love the sound design they use on them, too. Like, to always indicate she's using, like, force. It kind of reminds me of, like, the video games when you play as, like, yeah. a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And so the I, whooshing sound. The yeah, whoosh. yeah. It feels yeah. very much like a video game. And her, and parts of her character... You play Jedi Fallen Order, I'm assuming. Yes. What is the... Who's the villain in that? The, the, not the villain, but the sister in that? Yeah, Trilla. Trilla, yeah. There are parts... I don't think it's Trilla who she's... Obviously, she's not. But there are parts of her character that remind me and, and the position she plays of yes. Trilla. Yeah. Uh, very much so. Uh, so yeah, I really like. I, I really like. A, like I said, it's not always, but there are some scenes that kind of do rub me a little bit wrong with. The thing that's really saving this show for me in every aspect. Not even saving. That sounds like this show's bad and it's being saved. The thing I really love about this show, like I thought this episode I liked uh, more than episode two, um, but the thing I love most that that is most rewarding. It's something that, I mean, this is a big letdown for people with Book of Boba Fett, for example. I think this is really the best thing about this ep this show is Ewan McGregor. He is amazing yes. here. And this whole thing with him getting in tune with the Force, um, again, like so repressed. So, I mean, like, we talked a lot about it in, in the last review, uh, but just to reiterate a couple of those points of this man who's just so much in pain and so much guilt, so traumatized by everything that's, that's happening. He wears that pain so much and he's there's he th there's such a resistance to things and he's cut himself off from the force so much and it's like him slow as he it's it's kind of like obi-wan rising is is what's happening here to the point where he can become like the ben kenobi alec mcginnis that you see in a new hope where he is in tune with the force he can do the whole like let us pass <laughs> you know the, the force wave thing he can do all that um but My it's tricks. but like a good wandering nomad type of character but not one who's just like like just damaged everywhere he walks, uh, so I I think that's been great. Thoughts? Uh, Thoughts? Ace? I, I feel like that's what's great about the show is the show's called Obi Wan Kenobi, and thank God he's delivering every single time he's on the screen, and it's great because his character has so much there as far as his emotion, his connection to the Force, his disconnect to the Force. Um, his feelings to galactic political issues, to the Jedi, everything is there as far as the character of Obi-Wan. And I think that is like the biggest selling factor of the show. And it's so far it's delivering in every single aspect. So to me, I can look past like a few little nitpicky stuff as Definitely. far as like Inquisitor drama and, and just really focus on this guy who 
if anyone has seen Clone Wars, I mean, obviously, if you see the prequels, I mean, you know who Obi-Wan is. And they even kind of hinted at it. I kind of like that little line, and I, I was talking over it a little bit, sorry. Um, but it was when the Grand Inquisitor said, like, you know, this is Obi-Wan, so, like, be on, be ready or be on your feet. Like, I forgot he's exactly what he said, but he said, like, this guy's different. Well, like the fiercest Jedi in the galaxy. Yeah, man. like this isn't the Safty brother <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> this is uh, this is like one of the greatest Jedi's ever. Like this guy's like top three, top four, right up there with Mason uh, and Yoda. And I, and they even said it in Episode One with that setup as far as Anakin recalling his line in Attack of the Clones when he said he's as uh, powerful as Master Mace and uh, as wise as Master Yoda. Uh, and I mean, that, the prequels alone, he beats Anakin and he beats yeah, Darth Maul. Yeah, he cooks him. He cooks General yeah. Grievous. He cooks General Grievous. He beats yeah, Grievous. Like, he Man. kicks his ass. Like, Man. Obi-Wan's like a badass. Like, a straight-up badass. Like, in the Clone Wars, he fights off Mandalorians. He fights off Maul and Savage. And, and I appreciate... Like, I watched the movie. I like I like this, like, 90s action movie thing of a guy who's been out of the game yeah, and forced yeah, to get yeah, back in rusty, and yeah. has to protect little girl. <laughs> you know? Like, it's such like a... I know, I know, professional. I know, a lot of... It's not even just a 90s action thing. This is... It's a very common action storyline of a guy pulled back into the field that he's protecting a kid. (laughs) You know, like that's a very common action storyline. But what I really like is they are really earning or slowly building him being able to be full, full Jedi again or fully skilled because, you know, a lot of movies, it usually takes them like one fight scene to just be a little rusty. Then they're Mm. back in the game. Where here, I'm like, oh, he is so rusty. Like, he almost let Leia die. <laughs> like, yeah. he, is, he is wildly rusty. That that, sh- that shocked me, definitely, for sure. Because, I mean, again, if you've seen anything as far as Clone Wars or even the, the prequels go, he's, his Force abilities are, like, hella strong. Like, Obi-Wan's got, like, super powerful abilities. And he he's like, 20 pounds of Leia. And it's just like, really, man? Like, come on. Come on, bro. Put your back into it. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. What do you think about the direction, Johnny? I've liked the direction quite a bit. I mean, it's, um, I think it's got a really, really locked in sense of style and it's got a smooth, I mean, you mentioned in the last one, it kind of oscillating between movie and TV show kind of feel. And I thought this one felt more unified as a more movie. cinematic yeah more cinematic generally and i think like i i really like what deborah chow has been doing overall behind the camera like i think i mean one of my favorite aspects of all of these expansions is often that tone that ineffable star wars tone that is bolstered by so many things like music and and visual motifs and mm. you know beloved characters animatronics blah 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 blah. but you know to go into this and to have an, an a Dayu, another place that's new ish and you know can bring some aesthetics that evoke some other things like it's fun to look at these things and not only have all the easter eggs but also be able to look at other movies and say okay there's a little bit of sin city here there's a little bit of blade runner here mm. and uh and like you said even like the classic kind of it's like obi-wan the professional <laughs> you know uh and yeah I, i'm i'm curious to see how it builds and increases momentum because i feel like right now it is a very plot oriented show like there's some really nice emotional beats and i just want to walk around more in that stuff because when uh you know they're balancing and this is credit to the direction like there are times when it's balancing an action scene with just 
you know, emoting, emotive acting from Ewan McGregor, and both are just as potent. And I would love for the rest of the writing to kind of encompass that dynamic because I feel like it's really there in the direction. I'm trying to figure out what the definitive tone of the show is. Mm. That's some because it's like they feel so different these two episodes, but mm. they're so tethered at the same time. It's like so serial. Um, Whereas like Mandalorian seemed to like nail its tone right away. Like you know that you can literally just cue that song, that flute, yeah. and you're like, that's the tone of the Mandalorian right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Mandalorian. Um, whereas like the tone here, I'm like, what is the exact tone and the de- the definitive pace yeah. of this show? Because there's some things I love. I love the direction with like the way they handle the lightsabers, like you've pointed out. There's such a menace to it. Um, I think. I think like the show is yet to broach, yeah, I'm going with that word, is yet to get to the point of what the trailers elicited for me. Like the trailers elicited such like a, like a cinematic freaking uh, introspective introspective tone poem heavy (laughs) Um, like you're really gonna open this character and feel this transformation yeah yeah and it it hasn't quite reached that yet for me it still seems like it's a bit at odds with being that show and fun it it pay, I feel like it, it in a lot of ways looks and paces and behaves like that, but I want it to speak like that. And I, right. Yeah. I feel like in the writing they could do more character for the amount of plot. Like I, it does feel for as cinematic as aspects of it are very kind of straightforward in a sense, in a way that I'm a little surprised by, I guess. Fight us, Ace. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I just think it's early. I just think it's a little, it's a little, it's a little early. Also fair. To, it's to... been 90 minutes, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> we are a third of the way through this. This I is mean, act one. It's two episodes down. <laughs> we we got a lot of time. We got a, we got a lot of episodes. I feel like true. we can reach that by the time we Very get to, and to I, the final episodes. True. And true. I think yeah. once we get more Hayden Christensen in, there will be a whole other level, perhaps, that the show will mm. go to. Yeah, I, I, I want to ask you guys, obviously, I, there's so much I want to ask you guys, just because I want to hear your perspectives. Um, obviously, we see that final scene with Obi-Wan awaking Anakin, as he says, Anakin, and he responds to it. I just think it's funny he responds to it when, when obviously, if you've seen Rebels and if you see any other media, Darth Vader just basically killed Anakin in his brain. Like, it's, it, it's like a person he doesn't acknowledge. It's like a completely different person. So the fact that he awoke as soon as obi-wan called him out in the force almost like calling to him uh was something that was interesting to me because to me it was like oh he's responding to his old name which is anakin but rebels was later it is later it's true but i but i feel like that's something that he took on pretty Mm. early on after revenge of the sith but again i'm not sure exactly how early on but how do you feel about him being in the makeup and having hidden christensen act through through that is is that i think that's a gift yeah. for a performer i mm-hmm. think that allows you to like when you have all that makeup usually for an actor that that is a gift because it allows you to lean into that so i'm i'm curious if he's just gonna sound like Aiden christensen <laughs> I mean, he's got the darth vader breathing um you know like when he talks what's he gonna sound like because you know i mean even in return of the jedi when the mask is off he sound it sounds mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. so he's not gonna have james earl jones's voice um so i think it would probably oscillate between the two when he when he is uh but i 
I'm excited for it. I feel like there's a lot to unpack because I think what even what even McGregor is doing is something that is so much more emotionally stilted than I was expecting. Mm. Like he does, he there's so much of just getting stopped in his tracks and, and contemplating with his eyes. Mm. Like when he learns that information about Anakin, you know that it's just so such a mood right there, such such a haunting moment, and. It's like it just makes you start the, the my brain starts firing and this is feeds into what you're asking about it, it starts firing with my god um like what is he feeling in this moment like it's got to be a combination of fear guilt worry and maybe there's hope a chance he wants to reach out to me like there's so many layers to that reaction that the, that was just, that's the shit about this show that i'm loving the most when they just let the camera sit mm. and do its and let the actors and the world do its job because in that moment i was like that is some of the that's like brilliant acting because you got yeah. all kinds of conflicting emotions reading across his face it's not just like i gotta fuck this guy up you know it's it's all these different emotions that you could see ewan mcgregor experiencing um and also being triggered so yeah i think like i'm excited to see it's been a while since we've had christensen to see if, if you mcgregor's doing this good of a job like what are these two performers going to do servicing each other in a scene is what mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to most um how do you feel about it no i mean i i'm still i'm still pumped I, i'm just curious if we're gonna see you know more of the makeup more of him behind the mask more maybe even a flashback uh which has been rumored uh, but obviously nothing confirmed or you should get Jake Lloyd back. Yeah, you should. <laughs> DH Jake Lloyd. Oh, goodness gracious. Shrink That will do Jake wonders Lloyd. for everyone. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, you don't necessarily bring back Hayden if it is just to be, you know, that brief moment that we saw him. And I, I think we... Oh, we going to be a full character. In this yeah, we, we, we definitely have to see more for sure. Uh, to me, kind of going back to, to the tone of the show and kind of going back to what the show is accomplishing so far in this episode i think star wars has always reached that both balance but also kind of disconnect when it comes to goofy and serious and and if you watch and i can really pinpoint this as a mega mega star wars fan who's seen the movies too many times there's every single movie has a lot of super ridiculously goofy moments even empire strikes back you guys can rewatch that one and at the same time has some really deep and dense and dark stuff so i feel like so far the show is doing a really good job of showing us the dark deepness with obi-wan and then trying to goof it up a little bit with kumail with leia doing a little like you know running off on her own like i love kumail yeah i thought kumail was great he there was he yeah. was he was a wonderful welcome addition. I was half hoping it was a real Jedi too. I was like that'd be a funny take on a Jedi. Yeah, and I'd be on board, piss a lot of people off. <laughs> but I, yeah, I would still be on board. How could this guy be that balanced if he's yeah? But I like the gray of him too. Like he's not, he's a con man, sure. Um, but at the same time, he's you know he's still got a heart. In yeah. it. Like he just wants to make money. But you know, when it comes down to it, if he's got to do the right thing, he's going to do the right thing. <laughs> so. I thought I thought he was a great performer, and I love like even that moment. I, I think Deborah Chow is like a actor's director. You know, we, you can see it in the most subtle moments of of like when the when the when when Reva uh, reads his mind on where mm -hmm. Obi Wan is, 
and you just see this like shame come across Kumail's face of like, I, w- I was supposed to protect him. That was the whole purpose. And now I've done the exact opposite. Uh, I thought it was a really strong moment uh, for, for Kumail Nanjiani. Leia is a cute little girl. A little adorable little brat. <laughs> precocious little one. The most precocious a thing I've ever adult. seen. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to hear the, the song like, One way or another, <laughs> I'm going to find you. It's just Obi-Wan chasing after her. I'm going to get you, get you. Just like, like waddling Someone's going to make that super cut online. Because she waddles like the little girl. like It's like a cute little like penguin waddle. I don't yeah. know if you guys caught that, yeah, 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 but I was is, just like waddling. <laughs> I was like, this is so hysterical. There, there are times, though, where I could use a little bit of a tad bit more nuance with the writing. Of sure. Her. There sure. are times where I, I do crave it, where, where she's, I'm like, she's this one solid note of this of this portrayal of this girl. She's snapping she's, at Obi-Wan. She's snappy, doesn't seem is, is wildly fearless. Yeah, like so to the point where I'm like, you can't be a real girl. Like you, this is your first time off Alderaan. You're in the slums, <laughs> in yeah. the worst planet ever, apparently. <laughs> and you're just like, and it's like there are times that I feel like there's there's not enough reacting reactiveness towards out of you know like things that are truly like if you're not feeling threatened at all it's hard for me to feel worried for you mm. whatsoever but but i feel like that the the way they set up the planet to me and i and i think john was getting at it too was was really well done as far as showing all the creatures even even the side characters that had like two lines like that little girl who was like you yeah. want to buy spice and and then she was like oh give up on the girl whatever like she felt kind of authentic i think i thought she was great yeah i think the world they built was great i mean like you don't you don't get worlds like that in the other live action shows a little bit of mandalorian it's what we crave from boba fett and you get some you get these kind of worlds in in like clone wars and stuff um but to get it here i think that's one of the like that's why i really like this one more than the other one because this is actually like oh this is different yeah, and this is cool to see. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the creature effects w- were cool. Um, we we saw a Constantly. lot of uh, uh, you know background characters that if you name them all, Lace. That's I know. why you're here. There was name one checklist breakdown specifically. <laughs> uh, it's like very specific. Um, no, but there's a there's a character in there that I I, I want to say is called Weoslia, but I might be wrong. No, I I think I'm wrong. Moment of um, truth. Sound like a goddamn idiot, Ace. <laughs> But it's the one where I think it is Weaslia from A New Hope, um, which is the many-eyed creature. Um, and there's also oh yeah, I know you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah I know you're talking about, about. Yeah. the one who bought the speeder um, off Luke Skywalker. But there was a lot of cool like moments in there for like <laughs> for like a new rock stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pause and frame. Yeah. Like, look at that creature. Look at it. It's Eric Moss knows he's yeah. all off the top of his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you pause right here at 22 seconds, there was no research. <laughs> he never. He knows that all. all of these videos are improv. <laughs> Shout out to new rock stars. What up, boss? He's a celebration right now. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's a cool moment to, for Star Wars fans to see all those cool creatures yeah. uh, and creature effects behind the scenes. And I feel like the world building there, as I mentioned that little girl who was trying to sell spice. I was joking around as far as the death sticks. I'm sorry 
I, I, it was a very serious it moment with that little girl. I'm glad I've <laughs> been like, waiting this whole time for you to apologize about yeah. this. Yeah, the guy who got excited to see the younglings yeah. slaughtered. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, this is a Destix moment. And I was like, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 there's a quality here that I'm really appreciating. Uh, which is something I've wanted to see explored a little bit more. And I like that they're capturing it through the wonder of little Leia, which is the droids are life. They're alive. And so much of the time they're just like disregarded, but they're actual beings, you know, in this, in the Star Wars world. And, and sometimes you get characters that you treat them like actual beings. And sometimes you get characters you treat them like they're robots. And I really like how Leia captures that wonder of, no, this is, this is a, there's a real per there's a real this is soul my friend. Here. There's a real soul here, yeah. you know? Mm. Which kind of feeds into the whole thing of like entrusting R2 D2 down the road <laughs> yeah. with uh, you know, sending a, transmitting a message to Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's also yeah, I mean obviously that connects to to Leia and I I think of of Obi-Wan's connection to droids which is not not a positive one uh from what we've seen as far as what I've seen or what I remember, uh, R.I.P. R. Four. Not not a big reaction when R. Four died. That was uh, that's Obi Wan's astromech droid R. Four P. One Seven. As soon as he dies, I remember those numbers. Moment of silence for R. Four P. One Seven. It's it's iconic because it's a droid that he's been with for like ten years, and he yeah. dies in Revenge of the Sith with the Buzz droids, mm -hmm. and he's just like, oh my, and he's just literally that's his only line in reaction to it. Um, and, and there's also, uh, oh my, uh, Attack of the Clones, his speech with, uh, with, uh, Dexter Jetster, where he's Refresh like, my memory here. where Dexter Jetster is talking about, uh, the droids in the Jedi temple, uh, reading symbols instead of the little cut marks mm. on the toxic dart. Vague, vague memory. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, if droids could think there'd be none of us here. Yeah. So. Freaking Obi-Wan. Racist, <laughs> droidist. Not a fan of droids. <laughs> to be fair, there was a droid shooting at him. True. This episode, droid bounty hunter. Dude, tomorrow Morrison, your your man's back. Yeah. Oh, he sure had a cameo here. <laughs> he sure put on a beard and sat down for an hour or two. Every, again, tomorrow Morrison doesn't do as much as you think he will. You get, I got so excited. I was like, oh, my man's back. I'm cool. Nice nod. I'm glad that you guys were on the same soundstage. Why didn't they make him like a Rex or something? I thought, I thought he would have been so much more engaging. I, I thought he was Rex at first. I, I can't lie. I don't blame you for thinking he was Rex at first. And then it, it looked like he had the, uh, the uh, 501st clone army that clone grew um, some hair, man. Because that's the uh, <laughs> the clone regiment that's assigned to General Skywalker. I mean, the Clone Wars. I love how he just stays in the <laughs> stays in the clone. I mean, I mean, if that's all you got, <laughs> yeah, nothing but the arm, nothing but the armor on my back. That's <laughs> all. He just stays in that. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I just like one thing that that stood out to me from something you said earlier that I think is perhaps. I can envision being the sort of most gripping emotional core of this is you mentioned the idea that, you know, we get to a point where Anakin is dead invaders my is, is, you know, a, a complete 
excision or thing of the past. And I feel like we meet Obi-Wan here in a position where he is kind of grappling with doing the same thing to Obi-Wan and just continuing on as Ben. Mm. And so I feel like that is a nice complementary internal struggle for both characters because you know that you know, there's going to be a flint spark when they both get back together and you know that their reunion will probably you know, thrust, is going to thrust Vader down that path of killing Anakin fully within and I think you know, it's going to thrust Obi-Wan into kind of learning, I guess, the role of Ben in the life of Obi-Wan. But what is most exciting about that to me is the idea that we'll probably see that conflict and those shades of Anakin that are still left over and and see that, you know, through the transformed f- physical. Like, Because I keep thinking, like, every time we hear about Hayden Christensen and his involvement, I always think of the Hayden Christensen I remember. And it hit me watching this that, oh, no, 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 this is going to be like a fresh, it's going to almost be like he's playing a new character, even though it's built on top of all of this history. And so I feel like that's the thing was like, while this start has been like pretty decent to me, like I'm, I'm into it and I'm excited to see yeah. where it goes. I, I feel like that's the stuff where I'm like, once we get to there, I could see this really uh, ascending and transcending and really starting to sing uh, from where we are now. Well, uh, kind of going, you know, big Star Wars brain mode uh, in a new hope. It, please. If the, obviously this is all canon, we can debate Inquisitor stuff, whatever. Uh, also, we can debate the whole Anakin, you know, Reva stuff as well, as far as like, how does she know that? But last time we saw them together in A New Hope, I mean, the first time we see them in A New Hope, obviously he has that famous line as far as like, you know, you were the master, now I'm the master, you know, that whole speech that he gave him as far as like, the last time we met, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I am the captain now. Uh, which kind of goes to show that like, Obi-Wan still kicked his ass right so are we gonna see him kick vader's ass <laughs> yeah because that's the question that i have down the line because we see that he's a little rusty but this is like obi-wan like obi-wan cooks people cooks them i mean they're gonna be building to that fight and yeah. they said they're gonna have another fight yeah so and, and then obviously again I, I know i keep bringing up rebels i'm sorry guys but in rebels he like beats maul in like one strike because he's just like i'm freaking obi-wan yeah, One of these episodes will be a montage of just him training. I was going to say Thor, <laughs> Love and Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With it's the chains. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just him. Like using the force. And then it'll end with him shaving his beard. <laughs> I, I feel like he would have to win. Um, what's that? There's another There's another line in A New Hope about the tremor. In the, it was that he says a tremor in the force. Yeah. Something like that. And I think that's kind of what maybe that was, what was that what that moment was. What we just saw. Oh with, yeah, with with Anakin being in the, it could have just been a transition too, a sure. match cut transition, or it was him sensing Anakin. I, I felt like it, it was. I felt like it was. I, yeah. I feel like that's what they're what they're hint, hinting at. I'm excited for them. Yeah, uh, for the if anything, what this is doing is really allowing them a redemption, a new association for Star Wars and love for it. You know that yeah. they rightfully have earned and uh, like. Look, this is better than the prequels to me already. All right, oh, <laughs> that, that's some big words, man. I think that's it, hard. That's hard to fight. Episode words. one and two, I would say. Uh, I, and I like. I I don't. The only Star Wars movie I truly don't like 
Really? Is episode Return one. of the Jedi. Whoa. <laughs> Don't like Phantom Menace. Wow. And I know a lot of people. It hurts. I know the, the common one is Attack of the Clones is the one that a lot of people don't like. I prefer Attack of the Clones. I, I mean, I, I I love all three, but I love Phantom Menace, man. Phantom Menace is like one of my all-time favorites. I mean, I appreciate when I hear like thematically it's really, what it represents yeah, it's in good. the world. Like, I like Maul. all. I like the dark love the <laughs> I Justice love, for Qui-Gon. I love the context and yeah. the purpose it serves. Yeah. I don't enjoy my experience of the actual film that it is. That's my, but uh, Attack of the Clones. I, I actually enjoy Revenge of the Sith. Uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. I think is a genuinely it's great. a great movie. I I love Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's a great film. Empire, um, hands down, the worst. Empire is boring and overrated. Yep. <laughs> And Last Jedi, number one. My ranking of all the Star Wars films goes in reverse release order. Yeah. Number one, Rise of Skywalker. Two, Last Jedi. At the very bottom, we got a new hope. Let's yeah. do this. I, I swear, man. It, it's You guys invited like the, the one Star Wars fan who likes all the Star Wars movies. But that's why I want that's you to be the, here, man. That's the business. We want that enthusiasm. Because that that's passion. rare so in if Star you, Wars communities. So if you don't like something, I'm like, that must not be that good. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm digging the crap out of this. If there's a thing you don't like, then I'm going to be, if there's like a moment you don't like, I'll be like, I'm going to write that down. It's the worst moment in That's Star the Wars. Worst moment in Star Wars history. No, right there I, I swear, I'm digging this. I, I just felt like that moment. I got a reputation to preserve. I swear. I, I love I, Star Wars. I, I swear. Love everything about this show. It's perfect. <laughs> no, because to me, to me, I, I just, I don't want to be like, I, I feel like let's, I want to give Moses Ingram a chance uh, as far as her character goes and that character a shot. Um, I mean, that's why I feel bad yeah. whenever I say I have a hard time believing it because yeah. it sounds like I'm saying you're a bad actor. So I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I think. I just, there, there's I two, Acting in Star Wars have a dubious relationship. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's fair because obviously we have Liam Neeson in there too. And a lot of people didn't say he was that great. Even though it's Liam Neeson. I mean, Natalie Portman's so, one of the Natalie best Portman. actresses of all time. Yeah. I don't think she's that great in the prequels. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know so, what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I think she's great in the prequels. But, but I feel like one of those things where it's like there is the TV aspect of Star Wars has been it's beloved already with the Mandalorian, Boba Fett. I think they just kicked it off so strong with Mandalorian. Like, yeah. It's just so cinematic, you know. And, it, and it's great, but I feel like they're still trying to get a foothold as far as like where they want to be tone wise and where they True. want to be story wise because i feel like at least the movies say what you want of the prequels or the sequels they know what they're trying to do and True. trying to communicate as far as tone and Especially as far as story I, <laughs> talking to the wrong man it, it, it feels <laughs> never read my review of the rise of skywalker did you like it? I freaking loved it. <laughs> I liked it more than most people. I don't uh, love it. I love it. I, I think it's great. I feel like they're still figuring out. <laughs> you're, you're I love you, Ace. comments right now. I love I, you, I, I see you guys. Most people don't get this far. Don't worry. If I, you got this far, don't leave your thoughts. I, I, I swear, I promise you, you'll find at least like 10, 15 people who are going to be like, I hate this guy. He likes Star Wars. Dude, people hate me for whatever I don't <laughs> for like. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars is easily the the the, the community that 
<laughs> I will get the. I, so I like this little lineup we have here. Yeah. Hardcore lover. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and um, you seem to be liking this more than me. That is pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting it's for weird, it. So I have mostly pleasant feelings, but I'm waiting for it to really like kick into a gear that I'm like, yeah, I can't Where's, wait. I think I think what's funny is generally what you've seen us react to together. <laughs> John generally seems to kind of be more into it than myself. Mm. Yet I know Star Wars more than John, which mm. I find funny about our dynamic. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. You guys watch a lot of. A lot of good shows, though, right? A lot of quality. That's why this show good sucks. Variety. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, I'm not like, it's not all the other shows. This ain't Breaking Bad. This isn't Better Call Saul. This isn't Mad Men. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like if you do a lot of TV watching and reacting, it, it might, like, I don't know. Maybe you can rank it in a different version in your head. Well, I mean, it's, it's not really a comparison. No, I, I'm, I, 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 we watch so much different types that it's easy to adjust to yeah. compartmentalize yeah no it's, it's real it's so easy to adjust we'll, we'll have to like watch different shows all the time in the same day yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. it's really easy to just switch modes yeah well in star wars is fascinating because i feel like oftentimes when you're dipping into it you're dipping in on multiple levels because there is to me a big picture of star wars and there is the minutia of star wars and i feel like they exude the most confidence to me when they're diving into some minutia and it's always the big picture where I'm like I don't know if you all fully know right. what you want and you know because there's been all that stuff lately about like well we've learned from Solo we can just never recast any of these characters with other actors whereas like that's what we're watching right now is that happened but it was more agreeable because clearly it's not a, a singular rule and so like something like this I'm waiting to see all the way through because I'm wondering like right now in a big picture sense I'm still not sure what this show is exactly doing aside from like literally filling in historical gaps but in the minutia is where it gets me excited and where you know moments shine out that I'm like that's really cool and I hope they build on it you know well I think I think the the main thing about Obi-Wan is is the best like the, the plot stuff surrounding Obi-Wan the character is more of where I have that question mark that you're bringing up but in terms of Obi-Wan the character that's the stuff that I, I really appreciate that they're they're yeah. fleshing out is like this guy had a you know after episode three which was the worst experience of his life then you hop in episode four he's like I'm a wise old man <laughs> you know <laughs> and, I went through a whole lot but this is you're watching him do the grieving yeah you know you're watching him handle like how he got to that it's not it's to me it's more than just a gap I'm like this is a like specifically Obi-Wan the character not the other surrounding stuff but Obi-Wan the character this is so such an important chapter in his life of how did he keep faith in all this and I know? feel like and I feel like that's what we're we're building up to already with episode one as far as the Qui-Gon stuff we get a little tease as far as that goes talk to me goose uh we we get a little <laughs> bit of a you don't know they're right here. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just? I just want to take a moment to say, I, I want a Tom Cruise Star Wars. I want Tom Cruise in the universe. I don't know if I want in that. the galaxy far, far away. I don't know if I can sign off on that. May the force be with uh, you. <laughs> but but I feel like we're leading up to, like you said, I feel like this is more of a character exploration. Everything else surrounding the character doesn't have to necessarily be spectacular for me but as long as the character 
gets a little bit more deeper as far as his connection to the force because being a force ghost is actually like being more connected to the force that's a that's a big deal so we see him being so disconnected and we know that eventually he becomes one of the few people who becomes a force ghost which is not uh, you know which is a very rare ability yeah which i feel like a lot of people from the outside like i had to learn that you know like that it's not just like oh you die and then you become a force ghost like no it's like very special circumstance much you know intent and much you know uh, melding to and 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 meditating on the force yeah but yeah guys um we got to get these videos to you guys so we're gonna wrap this up now (laughs) Uh, tom you're watching this (laughs) you've seen all of stranger things (laughs) (laughs) we just want to give you time uh but thank you guys for being here thanks ace for joining us on this on this weekly adventure man. man um and uh, appreciate your insights and thanks to Headspace for sponsoring this video and we will see you all next week or if you want to watch more videos we upload constantly so we'll we'll see see you guys every day Brian Perry Brian check this out you know why you're perfect to shout out on a Star Wars related video. Check, check the everyone. Everyone, check this out, guys. Everyone's everyone around. Eyes, I want everyone to check this out. Ears. It is generally thought to be of Celtic origin, the name Brian, but its meaning is disputed. Some believe. Check everyone. Oh, check this guys. out. It is to be derived from the root Bri, meaning force. Oh, oh, strength. <laughs> But mainly the keyword force because you know it's Star Wars. It's about forcing people to do things they don't want to do. Um, that's why they say, "May the force be with you," meaning assert yourself, yeah. create dominance and power, will yourself into situations and get things from people without their permission. Force, may the force be with you. <laughs> so that's what the or, Jedi had in mind. <laughs> or it could mean, or Bruak, hell sleep pie. I think we should go with force and strength. I think that's much better. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's a that's a good name meaning. You are the spirit of the force. You are one with the force, Brian. That's beautiful, dude. You're you are force and strength, and you give us strength. By allowing, by being supportive at our Patreon, allowing us to, because that Patreon helps us hire people yeah. to do stuff. You're a big help, like a wandering help guy. But stop forcing yourself yes. to, to do things you don't want to do. I almost went a way different joke. <laughs> so thanks for <laughs> No, no, Brian. Thanks, not Brian. Thanks for being here. And Brian's not that kind of force guy. Nope. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Brian's a consent guy. <laughs>